Hi, this is Mary H.K. Choi, and you're listening to Hey Cool Life, a micropod about mental health and creativity. It is May 8th, and this is episode 121. Um, yeah, I have been watching nature documentaries. Um, it is the one thing that doesn't leave me in an absolute panic before bed. I've been trying not to doom scroll so much in the evening because it's starting to really populate my dreams because I don't think I'm getting enough sort of um, stimuli. Uh, So I watched, I'm watching this thing on Netflix called Earth at Night. And the reason why I'm talking about it is that there's something just really like clarifying and reassuring about watching totally different, awesome looking animals and organisms that are just really trying to live. Like they really want to live. It's not just about how, you know, the the most, the northernmost frog you know, can actually be in suspended animation because they can freeze completely and stop their hearts for like the coldest, longest nights or anything. It's like just the determination to get enough food and to just survive the predators and even even like the sort of um, collective thinking of bees that like beat their wings to warm the hive but then obviously like they just it's so hard to maintain that that bees will die um spoiler some bees die um to sort of protect this the overall warmth of the hive and it's just I mean anyone who's a huge fan of nature documentaries is probably like bitch I know (laughs) but the reason it was revelatory for me is that this morning as I reluctantly washed my hair. Um, I heard something really funny on a Zoom meeting recently where the person who was speaking was saying how their hair is dirty and that they're really self-conscious, but that they know in their heart the only person who's really going to notice about how dirty her hair is is someone who also has dirty hair. (laughs) And I find that to be so true. But anyway, I'm experiencing a lot of unwillingness to tend to that personally. So... I was washing my hair. I was like scrubbing and exfoliating and doing all the fucking chores, but like the nice chores that I'm supposed to enjoy. Um, And I was lotioning. And as I was like, like lotioning my individual toes and also um, my toenails and toe cuticles, (laughs) um, You know, and that's always kind of annoying because any sort of amount of lint or any sort of anything is just, like, so aggravating in that moment unless your foot is going directly onto, like, um, a house shoe or some other sort of thing. I've been ruining a lot of socks by putting a lotion foot inside a sock, but that's probably a thing for another day. But the reason I say that is as I was doing that and as I was in resentment about having to bend over because, God forbid, during a pandemic, you... (laughs) um have any energy to expend after a whole day of lethargy but I kind of got this like visual of my toes being little polar bear cubs (laughs) 
<laughs> and I was sort of like tending to each lovingly, not feeling like, ugh, my pinky toe on my left foot is like such a burden and a hindrance and they they can't survive the pack because of Darwinism. I was just like, just doing it. And I don't know, I just felt so much like compassion and like it's so stupid to be like I felt empathy for my toes but I felt empathy for my toes I was like oh my toes are alive and from there the sort of thought caught that I'm just like oh I'm alive like there's something you know I'm just in my head so constantly especially with this pandemic and like I've realized that in my sort of addictive recursive like power struggle controlling narrative that I have that I keep trying to game this pandemic like my latest obsession is like these serology tests that are widely available in New York through CityMD that like test for antibodies and you know I know they're not reliable I know that there are false negatives and false positives even within the one FDA approved version of this test and it's so early days that any sort of like um, reassurance or you know, information that I get from it is like purely anecdotal and like really, really hard to actually apply that data to any sort of like practical application. Like, and, but that's just my obsession. So like, I'm realizing that I'm trying to like hack this fucking pandemic as if the, the, the world's greatest minds aren't also prioritizing this. But anyway, I'm in my head so much that I forget about my body and I do things to sort of help that out. Like I've been doing this, I talked about it last time that I've been doing these like half hour YouTube workouts and like half hour, I think for me is a sweet spot because any, any longer than that, just with my eating disorder and my history of over exercising and just the amount of abuse heaped on my body over the years, like it gets punitive and it gets like, there's something about minute 31 to like you know the 75th minute or something where I better be getting my money's worth like I better be burning a certain amount of calories I better be now allowed and deserving to eat whatever I want and that stuff gets me in so much trouble and there's so there's just something about a half hour that's just like oh this is a chore I do And this is just what I do. But anyway, even with that half hour, I think like there are certain times where I just forget about my body and something, I swear, try it. If it doesn't work, like that's cool. Like the worst thing that happened is you watch a dope documentary. Um, But yeah, like it sort of, I was just like, yes, it's nice to take a little time to take care of your polar bear cub toes. And it's nice to take a little bit of time to like, I'm gonna run out of metaphors so quickly, like wash your hair and exfoliate your T-zone, but not so hard or like, you know, just do the little things that even like putting something like clear nail polish on your like dry and splitting nails from the amount of times you wash it because you got addicted to like gel manicures in your former life and now your nails are see-through. Even like putting like a coat of protective stuff on them is just a nice thing to do because your hands are also alive and they want to live um a more sort of practical thing um is that I heard in like um 
the 12-step program like I heard in a meeting and it just was exactly what I needed to hear in that moment and this kind of goes back to what I was saying about you know me personally trying to (laughs) solve the pandemic solo in my mind um is that whatever I try to control ends up controlling me and I very much find that to be true like Right now, my body is really loud. Um, my body's changing shape. I think a lot of that has to do with um, not walking so much and sitting so much and just generally, like, I don't know, just my life as yours have are, like, has been sort of, like, wildly and jarringly altered and, like, my legs look different. <laughs> and... So that's really loud and I just, I want to control it. Like I'm, I'm noticing myself, you know, pacing. I'm noticing myself really looking at my food and like trying to like get crafty with it, which never works. And I'm, I'm trying to do this math of like, well, if I'm sedentary, then how many calories is, is that exactly? And how can I shave that off my intake? And like, am I eating too much because I'm eating as exactly as I was before and that's not even true but like that's just where my mind is going and I think that that applies to everything like I have this notion that I should be done with edits on this manuscript that I'm working on I really I don't know where this number came from and I'm almost ashamed to admit it because anyone else listening to it is going to be like okay that's that's like not healthy but I have this mental number and it's just as arbitrary as this as this like number I have that should be my weight like I have this personal mythology that I should weigh a certain amount but I have this thing this personal mythology that my manuscript should take two full days of dedication to do line edits on this is not possible (laughs) at all like not even for like a crash read like a crash read with specific notes for me like crash crash is like five days and more more like surrendered and serenely to where I can really catch the things I'm going after like that probably for me is like 10 10 days but I have it in my mind and like I can picture myself doing it too like get up do it all day stay up really late borderline an overnighter but not really or an all-nighter and then do it again and then you're done and I'm like what is the utility in that meanwhile no one has asked me to do that but it's because I've made up my like within my real deadline I've made up how many times I would like to do it and that too has no utility like I don't need to read a thing for each round like before I have to hand it back to my editor or the copy editor, I don't really need to get back in there more than like twice, three times if it's going to leave my hands forever. And for me, like if you're interested and I'll share, it's like one is just like a really close read on the Word document with tracking changes and changing everything I want and can. And then another read is like away from the computer, sometimes on my phone. And then if it's going to leave me forever and like go to be printed, then I read it again on my phone and I read it out loud. Sometimes I will print it out and read it because that's a really different ball game. 
But for me, I've also find that creating a PDF of it and sending it to my Kindle actually is pretty solid. Um, I lie. I mean, like, I do love to do a paper read, but that's when, like, the book is literally clean and it's basically, like, a bound, um, like, copy that isn't, like, a final, final copy, like an ARC. But, yeah, a read-aloud test is really important. But if you're not a writer and that doesn't apply to you, I just invite you to look at any sort of, like, things that you've made up that just sort of become your belief system and really sort of interrogate without like judgment and without even like having to be like where the fuck did you find this like I'm not gonna waste another like six hours trying to find out where two days came from I mean like it's like how long is a piece of string like your time thing is gonna be different depending on the manuscript and depending on where you're at and who you are um But yeah, if you're like creating any like false deadlines, not even just around work, but even like when you expect to be at a certain place with anything in your life, I just want to, yeah, like maybe sort of like look at it and be like, hey, where did this come from? And if it merits alteration, depending on the data that you have, like say you're a week, I mean, say you're a day in. And for some reason you think it's two days, but you're not halfway, then like maybe invite some sort of negotiation around that goalpost moving. Another thing that's really helpful is like tell someone like I earlier I was saying how I'm embarrassed to be like it's I feel ashamed because it makes me sound totally delusional to share that like I thought it's going to take 10 days to do this thing. But yeah, saying it out loud sometimes to someone who's really helpful, someone non-judgmental who can just hold space for you without being like, no, it takes 7.42 days, blah, blah, blah. You should da, da, da. Like sometimes that's really helpful too, just so you can sort of work it out. Um, anyway, yeah, that's my thing for today. Weird personal mytho- mythologies about deadlines and like how long it takes you to do something. Um yeah like even zoom meetings I'm like this should take 20 minutes and it doesn't and like I'm like well you made that up and now you're gonna be really angry about it for like 40 more minutes like what is the point um and also yeah nature documentaries just to remember that you are a living thing and yeah I wish you gentleness today I wish you willingness to move towards peace and I I wish you like surrender around like large-scale things that you're trying to exert control over that are just simply not within your purview or just not possible to change because therein lies a bunch of number crunching and a bunch of suffering and a bunch of like personal dejection and for me too like a lot of like self-loathing and then a lovely little top up of um (laughs) self-pity and that usually takes me out but yeah I hope you're good thanks for listening